Hello, hello, and Jaima, Jaima Yomis. It is Raquel, and welcome to Your Own Magic, a podcast for the creative and the curious soul. And as always, the sponsors that you may hear today, as that always varies, and their special offers will be linked in the show notes, along with ways to connect with the Your Own Magic community. I'm cuddling with my puppy while I do this podcast, and he is such an angel, a little Frankie. You know, aside from the puppy and everything else I shared the past few weeks, not too much of a life update, you know? Anyway, I hope you had a great full moon, and I hope you're not having the worst ever Mercury retrograde. You know, it's gonna be okay. You guys, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> anyway, let's just jump into the show. So, by the way, thank you guys for submitting amazing topics. Like I said a million times, I'm not a, I'm not a spiritual guru or a teacher. You know, I just don't like to take on that identity because I'm so human. That's why, because I'm so human. But I do like to consider myself a soul sister or an auntie or just, you know, someone who connects with you on certain aspects of this reality as we explore the universe and expanding our human and our soul together. So I hope that, you know, the topics that are covered today, if you relate to them, that some nuggets I share will hopefully resonate with you. Of course, if it doesn't, just throw it away. And if it does, pocket it. With that said, let's just jump in. And this first one is from Simona Kumar from London, England, a place I love. I need to bring Frankie there. Anyway, Simona writes, hey, soul sister, sometimes what we envision in our heads does not manifest in real life because of the lack of our actions, maybe because we are too weak or too scared. So what do you do slash one do to chase their dreams and take the necessary steps in the matrix reality? I sometimes get caught up in thinking that it could just be a delusion as we are only thinking about it but not taking the right cues to do it. I totally get that by the way how sometimes there are just certain teachings or even with the law of attraction or manifesting where it's like is this all real this all a delusion and it will always feel like a delusion or an illusion which some aspects might be until you see it in your reality. What you co-created or created in your mind is playing out in your real world. And also you're right that, yeah, sometimes a lot of things that we're calling in to manifest, well, they don't appear because of the lack of our actions in some way. And so, you know, perhaps it's because we have not vibrationally aligned with what it is we're calling in. And most often that is simply due to the narratives in our mind that tell us what it thinks we must think of ourselves, which was likely influenced by the world around us. Heavily influenced. So you ask for necessary steps. One, recognize your mental chatter, the negative thoughts or the negative narratives or the narratives that simply don't feel aligned that are intruding your mind daily and then two take an act of courage one that you know is good for you yet terrifies you and the reason for this is to simply shift your vibration shake things up that will align you with whatever it is you're calling in even if that action of courage has nothing to do with what you're calling in at least you are shaking things up and shifting your vibration so allow me to elaborate First, with shifting your mental state of mind and the importance of it and also why we might have some intrusive thoughts that are not serving us and keeping us distant from whatever it is we're calling in because our thoughts really have such a heavy influence over our vibrational space. 
So we find a community or we're born into a community or something aligns where we are surrounded by people that we want to feel as though we belong with them, we are accepted by them, or they really do align with our values in some way, but we evolve, yet we still feel like we need to continue to wear a certain mask to be accepted, to be loved. And whether that happens earlier in life or later in life or in between or throughout life, if we're not being authentically ourselves, there's a vibrational resistance and therefore we're not vibrationally aligning with what we're calling in, which can manifest certain negative self-talk and thoughts. I mean, no matter what, we're going to be battling with that negative self-talk, but oftentimes when you are feeling aligned and good, the negative self-talk might come in, but you'll more easily dismiss it or recognize that that is a lie, not a truth. But if you are not feeling authentically true to yourself, it's easier to believe the negative thoughts that come in and therefore vibrationally misaligning you further and further from whatever you've been calling in. And the universe is showing that to you through mental thoughts or through signs that are around you that make you feel like, oh, this is off. This is not something that I am interested or I like or I align with or this feels toxic and it's as if the universe presents this to you in order for you to recognize the opportunity to choose you, choose the thoughts that are going to feel more positive and aligned and shift you into a vibration that is closer to the place you're calling in or present to you certain situations, scenarios in life to up-level you, even though it's super challenging and at the moment might feel dark, toxic, or you feel stuck or stagnant, but really it's an opportunity to up-level you and shift you into a place that you've also been calling in. But a few different burdens we have are definitely the negative narratives in the mind or the influences around us or also just the collective influence of society, which might not necessarily be exactly aligned with our authentic self. Then if it's not authentic to us, you know, our mind might create certain narratives and stories around that. Sometimes the way we approach it might not be authentic and therefore our mind might put us down in order to show up in the way that society wants us to show up. Like our mind might say something so we can go on with their narrative or get along with their narrative. And as our mind is telling us these lies about ourselves, we might feel a resistance within us that tells us that we're not worth it or we're not worthy of it because we don't align authentically with what it is society is asking of us. And I gave this example recently, and it's a very simple one, but I think a lot of us can relate to it, is that let's say, for example, our mind is influenced by the beauty standards of society, and then we look in the mirror and we're like, ugh, I feel ugly, or ugh, today's not my day, I'm, I'm looking like a piece of shit. You know, our mind, our mind will tell us this. Our mind sometimes does. And that thought does not feel good. And therefore, I truly believe that that means that thought is not true, universally speaking. Forget what society thinks, but in the eyes of the universe, that thought is not true. And therefore, that thought is a thought that doesn't feel good because your human, your spirit, your soul knows that that is not true. That's a very, very simple example. It's something that's common within all of us. For example, I used to really, really, really hate taking pictures because of my body or face dysmorphia. And I remember living in Hawaii and everyone loved to take pictures. And 
I just wish I could join the fun, but I just, I, I hated taking pictures of myself because I just didn't feel good enough, pretty enough. My mind was telling me that, you know, you're not as magnetic as them. People love them and they're like, whatever about you. Like my mind would just say all these things that were not true and therefore it didn't feel good. And now that in retrospect, I look back and I'm like, no, I was always worthy enough because I'm one with the universe, like all of us. And so in the eyes of the universe, we're perfect the way we are. And therefore we're automatically, innately, organically worthy. And so it was hard, but, you know, and also I still sometimes struggle with this, but, you know, forgetting about societal standards or our norms. One reason why meditation is beautiful is because it gives you a moment of clearing out the noise and the societal standards and norms to listen to what the inner voice is really telling you and finding and feeling the beauty who you are. Reminding you that the world can change its heart anyway, so who cares what the world thinks? And so I had to remind myself of this, and then I remember towards the end I was taking these pictures and I had a friend taking them of me in a forest and you know she had a tears in her eye because I was finally feeling empowered because I knew that what my mind my mind was the controller telling me certain things and I knew that those were not real and I felt this wave of connection with the uni as I was taking these pictures and I felt my true most goddess self where I didn't care how the picture looked and I just I just wanted a picture of me just to capture me because I'm human and I'm here on this earth and I deserve to be here and capture whatever aspect of my beauty that it captures. And I did, I looked back at those pictures and I remember just feeling like I'm in such an empowered place and I realize now that the voice telling me that I'm not worth it became a little more quiet after that. And I started to vibrationally align with more of what I was manifesting at the time. And it turns out that what I was calling in was presenting me a challenge. So not only did I jump over that hurdle mentally, but the uni wanted me to overcome the challenge in the physical world by doing something about it. And so once I did, my energy naturally shifted because I awakened something within me that was always there. I just needed to experience it. I needed to express it in order for it to fully awaken. And that vibrationally aligned me in a place that I had been calling in for a while. But if I didn't call it in, perhaps I wouldn't have even had that negative voice or that whisper, that ugly nonsense telling me otherwise, because it was me overcoming that voice in that moment that shifted me into a more authentic alignment with myself and therefore shifting me into what I had been calling in. And so I do, I do look back at now and it was like the uni was saying, look, this is the energy you need to shift within you in order to transmute that energy or manifest a new energy that will move you into the direction that you're dreaming of. So yes, Simona, sometimes it is a lack of action, but also sometimes we lack the action because first we must get over the mental hurdles that the universe is presenting to us that is that it simply just wants us to shift. And once we do that, we can take the necessary action steps, which will likely be inspired when you are shifting that. Or others might uh, just take the action steps right away, regardless of what the mind is telling you. And that can be a little more challenging sometimes. For example, those who skydive, even though they're afraid of heights, 
they skydive and then they overcome that fear, which will naturally align them with a new vibration and a new outlook on life that will manifest different experiences in life. If you just take the action before having to shift your mind, which is also okay, neither direction is right or wrong. It's it's just what you feel like might be best for you, truly best for you. And whether that is you take the action steps first or the mental steps first to work on whatever it is, you'll naturally align with whatever it is you're calling in. And you'll know, you'll know the little inner whispers. If you have any negative self-talk right now, perhaps it's only there to help you let it go and transmute it so you can shift into the manifestations that you have been calling in. Whatever those negative thoughts, especially negative self-talk has been lately about yourself. See if you can shift it, if you can reprogram those thoughts with more positive self-affirmations, and maybe from there you'll naturally shift into another state which will vibrationally align you with what you're calling in. Or take the action steps. If you can't quite make out the thoughts that are holding you back, take the action steps that you think will move you closer to whatever it is you're calling in. And you'll be surprised at what may happen because you took a leap of faith and you decided to, you know, wear your courageous hat and move forward with what it is you know deep down you truly, truly want and you just do it. (laughs) So Basically, as long as you end up taking some sort of physical action that aligns with what you're calling in and continue to ignore or transmute the negative narratives that inevitably will come, especially as you call something major in, then you will vibrationally align with whatever it is that you have been calling in. And I can think of many other scenarios in retrospect that the universe was you know, handed me some lessons that I could have overcome, but instead I listened to my mind and my voice. And so therefore I did not align or manifest it. At least we have a multitude of chances to continue to shift into that experience, or perhaps we've evolved from even that desire. And therefore we have new desires to pursue and call in and just become hyper aware of the negative self-talk that's trying to talk you out of it and also just take any inspired action step that aligns with you what you're calling in even if you fear it immensely because that is likely going to shift you vibrationally into whatever it is you are calling in. So thank you Simona for that question that is golden. A lot of people think about this as well so they can expand their experience so appreciate you sending that in and I also love this next topic from Stephanie Rivera from New Jersey, who writes, by the way, I love your podcast. I listen to it every morning and it reminds me every day why I am going through this journey. It really helps me when you are stuck. So what to do and why is it that I feel stuck? I'm going through this journey and right now I feel like I'm at a pause. I feel alone. I feel as if I have not found my tribe and I don't know if I'm moving forward or backwards. What I mean by that is I don't feel depressed, but I feel a bit off. I took some time to myself and stopped being around a lot of people because I needed to embrace this new version of myself without any distractions. And now that I have decided to open up to people little by little and spend time with them, I feel like those people are trying to bring out the old me who used to drink and party almost every day. And I have been avoiding that and speaking my truth and saying no. 
Not that I won't have a drink every now and then, but I feel stuck like I'm being tested and my human is battling going back to having fun and drinking or realizing you don't need to be in that lifestyle to be liked or have friends or have fun. It just makes me wonder why I am so stuck and not moving forward. I feel like that is holding me back from realizing and discovering my full potential. I'm not sure if I'm making any sense, but I hope you understand what I am trying to say. I do feel like I understand and it absolutely makes sense. And I just visualize myself in that place where I was for a long time when I ran from the world in a sense from my friends and family and went and traveled all on my own, even though it was something I also, I wanted to do. I also did want the seclusion because I wanted that time for myself, embrace the new version of myself, like you say. But I do remember a period of time where I did feel stuck, but I guarantee that you are not moving backwards. You're not devolving. This is just a beautiful challenge for you from the universe for you to choose you and what you really want. In order for you to up level and perhaps even just like we were talking about with the first question up level so you can align with what you have been calling in deep down or just challenge you to align with what you've been calling in for your inner world to remind you and show you the contrast to remind you what is truly important for your human. And as wild as this sounds, I have to say lean into this space. And so what do I mean by leaning into feeling stuck? Well, you're aware that your human is feeling a bit stagnant, clearly. So which, you know, we've been told to recognize that as a bad experience. Humans are like, no, I feel stuck. This is not a good thing for my human to experience. But I beg to differ, especially since you say you're not depressed, so that's good. Because if you were depressed and stuck, it'd be a whole different story. But if you don't think you're depressed, you're just kind of feeling off and eh. Perhaps it's because the uni is trying to introduce you to something new and it's likely only going to be discovered when you go within. And so maybe there's also a sense of overcomfort you're experiencing because it's it's uncomfortable to go back to the comfortable if that makes sense like when you live one new version of yourself or you find and explore a new version of yourself a new lifestyle and you go back to your childhood hometown you're like this is just not me anymore I, I understand that experience it almost paralyzes you and it makes you feel off so perhaps recognizing that sense of over comfort and remember how you are now evolved from that experience in some way shape or form and as you evolve it doesn't mean devolve it just means you've moved forward and on with your life and you're maturing and you have a different perspective of reality and that is more than okay and that's only natural and perhaps as well maybe you're having little daydreams or visions of another life experience that you'd like to experience in this life and it's time to perhaps begin walking towards them fearlessly and relentlessly Or maybe it's because you have something going on in your life, in your world experience that you don't feel is truly you anymore. I mean, aside from just the friends and the party, of course, but sometimes that is making you feel like you're not being your authentic self. And so you have these narratives like, ugh, I'm stuck, I'm lazy or whatever, but really it's just because your human is just not lit up by what you're doing in life at this moment so it's okay it's time to explore and find something new that will light you even if you have the world at your fingertips and you have great opportunities something might feel off and that's because 
when you're not being your 100% authentic self, being true to yourself, living a life experience that doesn't make your human happy, it is paralyzing. It makes it hard for your human to see the potential beautiful experiences that are at your fingertips. So sometimes what we once were as well, we're just simply not anymore. And yet we lie to ourselves or we lie to the world. And that as well keeps us feeling paralyzed because when you're not saying yes to you and your needs and your desires and what you truly want, you're tethered to a life that is being created by somebody else but you. So leaning into this recognition that you feel stuck, that you feel like you're in a lull and ask yourself what this reason is. And of course, take some time, take some time to meditate and ask your human what it needs in order to move forward. And the answer might truly surprise you as it may be simple or maybe something completely out of your comfort zone. Even in this moment, by the way, when I'm speaking, you know, there's a chance that you know deep, deep down what it is that you'd like to do. But of course, the narratives and the external influenced voices may be a bit louder. It happens. But you know deep, deep down, you know what you must do in order to call in or manifest that experience. Also note that trying too hard, having too much anxiety over feeling stuck might be very counterproductive and may make this resistance within you even stronger. So that's why I say gently lean into it, lean into it by acknowledging it, being aware of it, and then being quiet and listening within and just see if there's something your human is curious about. To be honest, oftentimes it's not that your human wants anything new externally, but it knows that certain new external actions in this physical world will shift something within you or help transmute a toxic energy body. And once you see your intrinsic worth through a lived experience of some sort, then any sort of little whisper that excites you or even makes you feel a little nervous to consider pursuing, well, that's just a sign to pursue. And this stuck space is a beautiful time to be able to listen and see it and then pursue it relentlessly. And you'll also be surprised what shifts within you when you do. And also who knows what new passions that light you may manifest from the newly lived experience. Anyway, your inner being is calling you towards something. So lean in and listen and allow the negative narratives that prevent and protect your human, allow them to float away. Also, while you're at it, this is uh, easier said than done, of course, but give your human a pink release slip that frees you from having thoughts about what others think because that too can keep you in a cyclical stuck pattern that your human does not deserve, you know, and, and also, of course, overcome whatever internal battles that need to be faced in order to let go of whatever energy body makes you feel stuck. I mean, of course, therapy, 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 breathwork, 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 meditate, 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 move your body, do yoga, dance, whatever it is. And of course, talk to someone that you trust as that simple venting may free you from any burdens holding you back at this moment. And again, I'll emphasize this, your inner being is calling you towards something. So as you've accepted and you've acknowledged what this feeling is, this stuck feeling, now gently lean in and listen. So this question is gold and I hope that through that quiet space, you recognize where you might feel stuck and soon you'll indeed be unstuck and continuing to evolve and live a life of your dreams and move forward. And 
You know, the next question I thought went hand in hand with this one about the drinking and partying. So let's just jump into that one and hopefully you get some nuggets from this as well. I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add, of course, some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and of course, a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara. And it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And it's packed with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Their high-performance formula set the bar high with uncompromising standards. So no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive. Hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E Medics. Thrive Cosmetics. So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake-free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. So this next question many may have a very strong opinion on, and if your opinion is benefiting your lifestyle and it feels aligned with your soul, I love this for you. This is just from my perspective and also when I was in this same place that this person was in and I was curious, I was questioning what I should do and I just felt very connected with this answer. And this question is from Kay Blank from Massachusetts. Hello Kay. And Kay writes, how do you balance spirituality and partying? I'm in my early 20s and love going to the bar with friends or getting high with Mary Jane. How would I be able to still be a spiritual being while being part of that life? Okay, mm. so this is a very hot topic indeed, and I'll give my two senses. I'm very anti-dogmatic perspectives. I'm not into telling humans how to live their life. And so anyway, that's one reason why I'm drawn to spirituality. It's liberating. It's liberating to know that you are more than welcome to embrace your humanisms and being human and experiencing this life to the fullest. Of course, other people are going to always have their opinion, whether they're shaming or they're over glorifying or they're pressuring or they're guilting you because of their own perceived experience. But the liberating thing about spirituality and the soul is that the answer is within you, not anyone else. And so 
even though what I'm going to share here, maybe some pieces will resonate with you. Maybe some won't because I'm not your experience. You are. And so anyway, I do love this topic a lot because I used to grapple with it as well, but I have felt most aligned with this. Your inner being and your spirit wants you to enjoy this life without guilt, without shame. And of course, society does not help because it has a major influence on you. And so whether that society is shaming the liquor, as it is a toxin, of course, right? But, or, you know, it's over glorifying it. Often it seems that it's either one extreme or the other with little influence of those who are, you know, in the middle. Addiction's a whole separate topic. So, you know, if that is part of your experience, then maybe you already know your answer there. But if you are not addicted, well, this might resonate with you. So, you know, there are just some people who are in the middle. They like to have their glass of wine on their European vacation, for example, or a glass of champagne with their girls, a little mimosa at brunch, you know? That's just the way some humans think they're living it up. And growing up in a religion that completely scowls and says alcohol and even hot coffee are completely forbidden and God does not want that for us, I'm like, no, this that's not, that's binding. That's not liberating and we're spiritually boundless. And so I don't feel a higher power would think to control us in that way or our actions. So anyway, I do remember a spiritual guru channeling this and saying something about checking your emotional well-being before shifting your human into a state that is under the influence or anything beyond what the human is soberly used to. So if you are truly happy and grounded and in a high vibrational space, well then, A, you may not even want to reach for the drink, but if it does feel fun, you know, like a lot of witches I know love their wine for their rituals or ceremony or just girls like to have their wine together or whatever the occasion might be, the reason might be, if it's simply just for fun and not, you know you won't overdo it, you feel confident in yourself and, you know, just sounds soothing and nice. It just sounds nice to have your glass of wine in moderation. Then do it when your spirit, emotions, your emotional well-being is already lifted. So whatever you do, you know, of course, do not reach for the alcohol or the weed or, well, I can't say don't because again, I'm for free will and doing your own choices, but I would recommend, always recommend to anyone to not reach for it when you're in a low state a low vibrational space, which you know when you are, because it's not going to help. It really depends on the situation. I would trust your inner knowing in that situation, what feels more aligned, what feels more freeing, what feels more fun, what feels healthier for your human, your human's mind, your human's body. It's about being wise and learning about your body, learning about what works, what doesn't work. You're in your early 20s. In your early 20s, you do really want to explore and live life to the fullest in a way that you might not do so much in your 30s, for example. Uh, so, of course, live it up, live it up, live it up in a way that feels aligned, a way that feels good, but also be wise, be careful, and listen to what feels best within you. And if you're feeling guilt, then that's something to listen to too because the guilt is a clear sign that maybe this is something to, to step back from. But is this guilt or resistance coming from within because something doesn't feel right in your body? Or is this guilt and resistance coming because of what you think a certain community might expect of you 
or how you feel like you need to show up in order to be a spiritualist, for example. There's definitely narratives and stigmas that people deeply associate with because we're human. We identify, we have identities, and we have beliefs, and we're attached to certain beliefs as well. And it's something to examine in a moment like that. So is it about the mind telling you no because of a certain expectation or is it the body telling you no because it's not what the body wants? And that's something to examine for yourself. This is the time to learn, to explore, to live life, to have fun and explore what really truly works for your body and see after the fact how your emotional well-being is as well and if you feel aligned and in tune and vibrant and peppy <laughs> or if you feel sluggish and down i mean that's another sign as well and i'm not talking about during obviously you might feel a little high during obviously right you're getting high but observe how your human feels after the fact once you sober up do you feel aligned and high and in tune or do you feel disconnected and down and depressed or do you just feel neutral all of that is information for you this is the time to explore indeed and know what is best for your body i know humans that alcohol and weed are big no-nos they prefer a sober life they also might potentially need a sober life because of the way their mind is wired or you know, alcoholism runs in their family or it's just deeply part of their beliefs, their core beliefs spiritually or religious wise. And that's always something to respect and that's their truth and their decision. But then there's also people that, you know, like to do things in moderation and that feels good for them. And then there are people that just like to go buck wild and have fun because right now those are the lessons they're learning in life. I know that I went buck wild in my early 20s, though I'm not advising that whatsoever because I'll tell you what, I basically did not remember my 21st birthday. Let's put it that way. And then uh, I don't remember a lot of my weekends in my early 20s. And that's not something I'd advise for anybody. But also I was, I was not that conscious. I was not that in tune. <laughs> and yeah, so I, I think if I was in a space of that, I wouldn't have gone that buck wild. But I, I probably still would have had some fun, you know, but been more mindful about my decisions and my approach to being under the influence because I don't like to be too under the influence, but that's a personal choice that my body and I have made. Anything that puts you under any sort of influence, don't reach for it to lift your spirits for the purposes of lifting your spirits or numbing the pain. I know personally that not only does that come back, but it comes back times 10 the next day, plus other feelings. And so that's just, sometimes it's just not worth it. So don't fool yourself either. I mean, it's not like your soul's going to be like, yes, drink all that alcohol. Like, it's just your human wanting to have a human experience because they're spiritually boundless to anybody else's ideals. And so always ask yourself how you are, where are you on the emotional scale? Are you feeling just fine? And this is just a free time to just have fun and you trust yourself to not overdo it. If you don't trust yourself to not overdo it, it might not be worth it either. But if you trust yourself to not overdo it uh, and you also know that you're not doing it out of anger or sadness, then, I mean, it's your life. You choose what you want to do. This is not a religion. Being a spiritual being, I mean, you're a spiritual being organically, innately, no matter what your perspective of reality is. But 
being into quote unquote spirituality means that you are exploring this life for yourself and your soul. I'm just a believer in spirituality is not about controlling people's actions or choices, but giving them the tools to listen and turn off the noise and decide what is best for them by listening to the stream that connects them with their inner being, with their higher power, with their higher self. And also, you know, if you're triggered by someone else's choices because it doesn't really agree or align with you or your perspective of reality, that's okay. Just remember that every human is supposed to live a different human experience and learn different lessons than you. And so live and let live, live and let live and know that the mind judging is the one judging. It's not your inner being. It's not your soul. Your soul is not likely to fully tell you no, but I think your inner being will definitely give you some clues as to what feels right. Like if you feel a ton of, I've been there before where I just drink so much and I felt horrible the next day. It felt like I intoxicated my body, which I did. And it's not nice to feel poisoned in a sense, right? And then also I just felt guilt and shame. So I knew that drinking that much was definitely not the best for my human, my body. And I like to honor my temple, you know, I like to honor this vessel that I have. And so, yeah, I also honor my human's experiences and my human's desire to live freely and not be bound to any rules. I'm definitely rebellious. If I'm tethered to any sort of rule or tied to any sort of rule, I definitely rebel. That's just my nature. I hope that you just tune within you and listen to whatever it is. Pay attention to how you feel after you drink or smoke, if there is any of that guilt or shame. And also, if you've been feeling called to be sober and you're just, maybe we're asking because that's what you wanted to hear, then perhaps you already know and being sober is the best for you. And I think most people that become sober, they just love the sober life so much and it's it's vibrant, it's beautiful. So definitely listen to what your inner being is saying because you already know. As I'm saying this, you already know what's right for you, period. So thank you so much for this, Kay. I appreciate this question because I know a lot of other people are experiencing this heartache in a sense or headache in a sense as well. So thank you for this question. Anyway, this last question is from Coco from Vancouver who writes, as a librarian and a total bookworm, I just wanted to ask you that question that you've asked several guests. If you could gift everyone you know a book, excluding your own, what would it be? I felt like choosing a uh, easy question for the last one and one to remind you all to uh, perhaps grab this book. I think I've brought this up before as well, but I do also want to first mention that Vancouver, what a beautiful place to be a bookworm, especially in the autumn in Vancouver. I remember getting cozy to a book at a park there and it was a vibe. It was a vibe indeed. Anyway, I think I've answered this before, but the book that I'd gift everyone I know is The Alchemist. Hands down. Why you ask? Well, let me tell you. Because The Alchemist has its way of inspiring one to recognize that when you really desire something, the entire universe conspires to help you achieve it. So that's still the book. That's still the book because that's the message I'd love to relay to everyone I know. It's been the answer for a while, but if it ever changes, I'll let you know. I will make sure to let you know. So thank you for asking this question, Coco. I love it. I love it. I love being able to add the more simple questions towards the end of the episode since I can be kind of long-winded, let's be honest. (laughs) Anyway, 
Anyway, feel free to submit your topics and questions to the topic box on the Euromagic.life website for future full moon bonus episodes where I cover topics now on the days of the full moon. And, you know, for future solos, Monday solos, just for fun, you know, when I'm when I'm feeling inspired to, or when I'm just not in the mood to interview. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, speaking of guests, I'm excited to share the one for next week. It's a very magical and motivating episode. And so, till then, I hope you have a magical rest of your week. Frankie and I both are sending you immense love. Thank you so much, so, so much for tuning in. Thank you for this moment of connection. Gemma. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the Euromagic.life membership site. All right, well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.